She became a positive body image advocate. I wanted it to be a storybook. I wanted it to literally flip the pages and you're following this main character. Spread this knowledge to as many people as she could, and she did. Rose, her journey through the video is the journey that sort of some of my participants went through, as well as me, because it was I was part of the process too, so I had a lot to learn about myself as well. Meet Allie Bailey, a PhD student in the Faculty of Applied Health Sciences at Brock University. Now, body image is definitely my passion, and I, I need to get this program out there. I want just everyone to know about it. I want people in the community to know people aren't enjoying their bodies and they're not comfortable with their bodies and it just it impacts so many areas of your life and it really doesn't need to be that way. Rose had a very negative relationship with her body and this affected her entire life. Rose is sort of like an amalgamation of my participants stories. She's kind of fictional in that way but she's also real because it, it's true things that happen in my studies. So I had someone actually several participants who their body image affected them so badly that they, they wouldn't leave the house. It impacted their psychological health. Some people had depression and anxiety and social physique anxiety and that was all related to their body image. She believed she needed to alter how she looked and conform to society's narrow beauty ideals. This idea was so ingrained in her that she considered an eating disorder. I was so powerfully struck by those stories that I, I decided, okay, let's work together using action research and build a positive body image program where people can learn that there's sort of a better way. We don't have to dwell on our appearance and try to conform to this narrow idea of what beauty is because it really just makes us upset and it disappoints us because we can never measure up, right? So focus, just changing that focus. She and others learn to focus on body health, strength, and function instead of appearance. So I think it's just the way research is going with how we have to translate our findings. We need to be a bit more innovative, a bit more creative. So it's kind of neat that Shirk Storytellers was such an awesome platform to try to get that out. I'm not talented in uh, animation at all, so this was a, a learning curve for me. And it, it really is low budget and simple. I used PowerPoint with uh, just layering on the animation functions. And then I also used Windows Movie Player. And, and between the two of those, I was able to, to do the music and do animations and things like that. I know how it would be received. I, I figured it would be kind of novel, kind of unique, but sometimes that can go over well and sometimes it's not well received. So I was just happy that I did like my low budget animation. <laughs> I was just on the couch and it was, I think, Friday. So the end of a crazy, exhausting week where I was just really tired. I got home from uh, being at school and I'm in the final year of my PhD. So I'm overwhelmed with thoughts of what's next, what am I gonna do, postdoc funding, if I'm gonna do that, the applications and thinking of a proposal. And I'm just really trying to reflect on what my next steps are. It's just a lot of pressure because it's a career path that I want to stay in and I just want to make the right choice. So whether that's doing the, the, the right project or finding the right supervisor for postdoc, it was actually really perfect timing to get some good news because I was just really low, low energy, gave me a boost. I mean, it's really simple, but it was actually 
really important that I kind of got some good news that day because it was just a, a low a low point, I guess, for me in the week. That was awesome. I've never been to Congress, but I've been at several research conferences before. I think it was fun. But what we're doing is very different than a conference presentation. It's pushing me outside my comfort zone, for sure. I'm not, I'm not familiar with this kind of competition I've done at 3MT. It's similar where you have to present your research live in three minutes or less and you get one static slide to help and you don't get any props or anything. It's just sort of you and your slide and you have to be under three minutes and it was a probably a good practice thing for short storytellers but I would practice and rehearse for at least a month to make sure I had it, you know, memorized because you can't have notes or anything. So this whole idea of doing it within a, a day or two, it is a little scary. <laughs> Welcome to Brock University. Brock is located... There's two of us at Brock. Candice, she's at Brock as well. What does it mean to be sick? In a search for new conceptual tools and critical approaches, my project turns to thinking about visual arts performativity. If she or I could make it on and kind of represent Brock, I would be really happy about that because she and I are actually the first Brock students to have made it to the shirt finalists for storytellers. Yeah, so if we could go all the way to the end, then that would be fantastic. Brock's final words were surrogate, Latin for push on, which is Brock University's motto. <laughs> so it'll be different for me, but I think it'll be fun um, and really exciting. <laughs> yeah.